Welcome to Reading to Kids podcast. I'm your host, Jenna. And I'm your host, Peyton. And we're here to read to you or with you. We know that sometimes moms and dads don't always have the time or the motivation to read to their kids each night, and we know how important it is. So, on those nights that you're not in the mood, we're going to do it for you. Can't wait to read with you. Good job, Peyton. High five. Heidi Hecklebeck and the Snoopy Spy. Who do you think the Snoopy Spy is? Oh, Shouza. She's starting hard with a yawn. <laughs> totally, totally not Heidi's brother. I know, because remember last Henry? the last book? He was gotten, getting in a little bit in trouble for being a snoopity spidity speedity spoodity. Dang it, I broke my water bottle upstairs. Well, you know what? I will bring it downstairs when I'm, we're done, okay? Chapter one, Bugs. Heidi, oh, oh yeah, I did see the Snoopity Spy, hello. Chapter one, Bugs. Heidi and Lucy flippity-flopped onto Heidi's bed. The two best friends were playing a game and they, that they invented called Would You, Could You? Your turn, Heidi said. Lucy propped herself up on one elbow. Okay, I've got one, she said. Would you, could you, um, eat a chocolate-covered bug? Heidi giggled and wrinkled her nose. Maybe, she said, if the bug wasn't too crunchy. Is, is, it is chocolate after all. Lucy gasped and squeezed her eyes shut. Gross, she cried. The girls cracked up. I could do a chocolate-covered worm. Gummy worm. <laughs> I could do a chocolate covered bear. Gummy, Gummy bear. bear. Okay, my turn, Heidi said. Would you, could you dump a whole bottle of strawberry shampoo on Melanie Maplethorpe's head? Both of the girls squealed. That's funny, Lucy said, catching her breath, a, but a teeny bit mean. Heidi shoved Lucy playfully. It's not mean, it's clean, she said. Get it, shampoo? The two girls started laughing again. Okay, here's a good one, Lucy said. Would you, could you, ask Stanley Stonewrecker to go to the movies? Heidi's cheeks turned red, and then she leaned in closer. She whispered loudly, yes. Lucy shrieked, and both of the girls collapsed in laughter again. I knew it, cried Lucy. I knew it all the time. But then something went bonk under Heidi's bed. The girls stopped talking and stared at each other. Heidi put a finger to her lips, and then she hung her head over the side of her bed and pulled up the dust ruffle. Henry, she screamed. Heidi wiggled out from under the bed. He had a huge smile on his face, and he also had a trench coat on and a weird hat. Plus, he was holding a magnifying glass in front of his eye. Super spy strikes again, Henry cheered. Get him, Heidi shouted. Henry scrambled to his feet and raced out of the room. The girls chased him all the way downstairs. Mom, Henry yelled. Henry was spying on me in my room. Heidi's mom, who had mom, been... Mom, Henry yelled. Mom, oh gosh, give me a break. Heidi's mom, who had been napping on the couch, sat up and rubbed her eyes. Heidi tapped her foot. Please do something now, she begged. That Mr. Snoopy Pants is driving us crazy. Mom nodded sleepily, and then she scampered back down, back scampered back upstairs, and Heidi slammed the door behind them. Would uh, we should make sure your room is, uh, we should make sure your room's not bugged. Heidi was worried. Wait, 
Do you mean has creepy crawly bugs? Lucy shook her head. No, no, I mean like a recording device, she explained. Your brother maybe is listening, may be listening in, even when he's not actually here. Heidi looked around her room suspiciously. You're right. The girls began to search. Heidi looked under her bookshelves. Then Lucy went to check under the bed. Just as Lucy started to lift up the dust ruffle, Heidi squealed from across the room. Her heart stopped for a second as she dove. She dove to block her friend. Don't look under there, Heidi cried. Why not? Lucy asked. Now Heidi's heart pounded as she tried to think of a reason to keep Lucy from looking under her bed where her secret book of spells was hidden. Because that's where your a Christmas present is. Lucy sat on her heels. You already got me a Christmas present? Yes, Heidi nodded. Yes, I did. It's never too early to shop, and that's why I always say. That's what I always say. So, can you look anywhere else in my room except under there? Lucy dropped the dust ruffle. Okay, but now I'm curious. Good, Heidi said. Now let's use that curiosity to search for Snoopy devices. But the girls looked everywhere else and they didn't find a single bug. Chapter 2. Spy for Hire. She types a, um, she has a birthday present. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Mom, Heidi cried out as she ruffled through a stack of papers on the kitchen counter. I can't find my all about me folder. I'm going to be late for school. Heidi had been working on this project for weeks. She had interviewed Aunt Trudy about her perfume business and dad about the drink company he worked for called The Fizz. Heidi had also written stories and drawn pictures about herself and her friends. She ran upstairs to check her room again. No book. Then she checked the kitchen and the family room again. Nothing. Finally, she dumped out her backpack onto the kitchen table, and it wasn't there either. It's just nowhere, cried Heidi. Mom lifted her head out of the recycling bin where she'd been looking. Think back to where you had it last. Heidi watched the pencil roll off the table onto the floor. I thought it was in my room, said Heidi. I could have sworn that I left it on my desk so I wouldn't forget to bring it to school in the morning. <gasps> Henry. Oh my gosh, if he did that, he's really a stinker. Dad stepped into the kitchen. It's not next to the mail pile either, he said. Dad looked at the clock. She had to go or she was going to miss the bus. Merg, she fumed. What am I going to do? Henry glugged his milk and banged the empty glass on the table. Why not hire a spy, he said, wiping his mouth with the back of his hand. Heidi scowled. Well, if I did hire a spy, it, it, I would not hire you. She quickly shoved her books back to her backpack, and then not her, the not-so-friendly brother and sister hurried out, to the, out the door to catch the bus. On the bus, Heidi plunked down next to Bruce. Henry snuck bes- on the seat behi- beside them. Oh, behind them. What's the matter, Bruce asked. Noticing the frown on Heidi's face, Heidi groaned and told Bruce all about her missing report. No sooner had she explained what had happened than Mr. Snoopy Pants popped up in between them. Well, I hear dogs coming. <laughs> reading, reading with dogs. <laughs> Tell me, Henry began, what does that missing folder look like exactly? Then he held his magnifying glass in front of Heidi's face. And tell me, how many pages is it? 
Anne, did you happen to mention me in your project? Heidi glared at her brother. Why do you care so much, Henry? What? Henry said What? Henry said innocently. You should be happy I'm giving you free spy help. Then he hung his elbows over the bent seat. Now, he continued, tell me more about what why some of Bruce's inventions don't always work. Bruce's eyes grew very round. Henry, what do my inventions have to do with Heidi's report? And by the way, my inventions always work. Henry okay. held up a folder and waved it at Bruce. That's not what it says here. In here, he opened the folder and read a page out loud. Bruce is an amazing inventor, but sometimes his inventions go a little wonky, like the time he tied helium balloons to his dad's lawn chair and tried to fly it, or the time he made an automatic dog washer for his dog. And his dog Frankie got in in the sudsing machine, and Bruce huffed. Those inventions were still in the development phase. Heidi grabbed the folder from her brother. Henry, that's my report. You stole my project. You're not only a snoopster, you're a thief. You were right. Henry didn't back down. Well, none of this would have happened if you would have hired me as a spy because then I would have told you exactly where your report had gone. It doesn't count if you're the one who stole it in the first place, Heidi yelled. She turned around in her seat so she didn't have to look at her brother anymore. Then she opened her folder and nudged Bruce. Let me read the rest of what you wrote, she said. Let me read the rest of what I wrote, she said. Bruce listened with his arms folded. I'm so proud of my friend Bruce, Heidi began, because he is most the most fearless scientist I've ever known. If he doesn't get his inventions to work the first time, he keeps trying until he does. Someday he's going to invent something that will make him famous all over the world. Bruce smiled and unfolded his arms. Wow, he said. I kind of like the sound of that. Aw, that's cute. She really has faith in him, huh? Chapter 3, Spy Trap. I need a snoopinator, Heidi said. Heidi laughed and Heidi said, Lucy laughed and tossed her basketball. What's a snoopinator? The ball bounced and Heidi grabbed it. Someone who gets rid of a snoopy little brother. Heidi tossed the ball back to Lucy. Is Henry still bugging you, Lucy asked. Heidi nodded. More than ever. Lucy swished the basketball before Bruce caught it. Want me to develop a spy trap for him, he asked. Heidi smiled. A what? Bruce held a ball under his arm. Well, I can try and ring an upside-down umbrella filled with ping-pong balls above your bedroom door. Oh, that's good. So when he opens the door, it'll all spill. Let's see. Then when your snoop, when your snoop opens the door, the umbrella would tip over to the side and the ping-pong balls on top of his head. Heidi, mm-hmm, yep. Heidi and Lucy busted out laughing. And what if that doesn't work? Questioned Lucy. Bruce scratched his chin. Well, in that case, we would have to track him a different way. Hmm, maybe glue, yarn, shaving cream, marbles. Heidi waved, waved off that idea. That sounds way too messy. And with my luck, you'd trap me and not the snoop. Lucy laughed. Maybe you should just talk to Henry and tell him that it's not nice to spy on people. Heidi shrugged. Yeah, right. We're talking about a spy who listens to everything but the truth. Then there was a really loud pop next to Heidi's ear. Oh, gosh. What do you think it is? Henry. It was Melanie Maplethorpe. 
and she was smacking her bubblegum. What spy? Melanie was completely butting in. She blew another bubble and popped it. Stanley Stonerucker was glued to Melanie's side as usual. That's true. She's probably sneaking it. Heidi's little brother brother spies on Heidi all the time, Bruce told her. Melanie laughed. So what's the big deal? It's not like Heidi has any big juicy secrets. That's when the bushes next to the basketball court began to shake. Then a head popped out, and it was Henry's. He had been spying on them the whole time. Nope, you're wrong, Melanie, Henry cried. Heidi does have secrets, and I happen to know that she go- was going to ask Stanley. <gasps> Swear to God. Oh, my gosh. Heidi tackled her brother and cupped her hand over his mouth. Lucy fake laughed to get everyone to look her way. Heidi was going to ask Stanley what his favorite color is, Lucy fibbed. Right, Heidi? Heidi nodded like crazy, still holding her hand firmly over Henry's mouth. Stanley smiled. Fun question, Heidi, he said. My favorite color is red. Melanie rolled her eyes. Come on, Stanley, she said, hooking her arm in his. Melanie didn't like it when Stanley Stanley talked to Heidi. As soon as they had walked away, Heidi uncovered Henry's mouth. Don't ever tell my secrets, she said, or else. Henry wiped his mouth where her hand had been. Well, if it wasn't for me, you'd never know Stanley's favorite color is red, said Henry. And guess what? So is your face. And that means you like Stanley. (laughs) Then Henry bolted before Heidi could catch him. Merg, Heidi growled. Now she had three names for her brother. Snoop, Thief, and Creep. That's true. Chapter 4, Silent Night. Clink, clink. Henry set the water glasses on the table. Clank, clank. Heidi dropped the silverware into, the pl- into place. Clunk, clunk. They clunked down the butter dish and the salad bowl. And the ketchup. Neither Heidi nor Henry spoke a single word. Oh, they were like slamming things down. Then the family sat down for an unusually quiet dinner. Henry didn't even laugh when Dad squeezed the ketchup and it made the bathroom noise. Mom and Dad looked at their kids suspiciously, but they didn't make much of it. They had their own things to talk about. The plumber fixed the leak in the basement, Mom said. A clog of these drainage pi- a clog in one of the drainage pipes. Dad spooned some relish on his hot dog. How wet is the carpet? Mom set down her fork. That's eh, not too bad, she said. The bucket caught most of the water. After dinner, Dad and Heidi cleared the table and loaded the dishwasher, still without saying a single word to each other. Mom brought brownies on a plate for the to the den for family reading night. Heidi dropped to the couch and opened up her book. Henry plopped onto the beanbag chair and buried his face in the book, too. Okay, this is getting weird, Dad said, sitting next to Heidi. What's going on, you two? Out with it. Both Heidi and Henry poked up from behind the books, the book covers. Then they each began to talk at once. Henry is driving me crazy, and Heidi calls me mean things like creep and nightmare. Well, Henry stoops in my room. Do not. You do so, and he takes my stuff. Hey, I'm not. I'm the one that found your lost project, and he lies. Not uh and he tells my secrets to other people. Dad whistled out loud. 
Okay, time out. That's enough, he said. I want both of you to go to your rooms and get ready for bed. We're going to discuss this tomorrow. Heidi and Henry sighed heavily and thumped upstairs. Heidi got to the bathroom first and washed her face. As she lathered soap, she noticed Henry in the mirror spying on her. Get out, Heidi cried, soap suds dripping from her face. Henry screamed, you look like a soap monster. Then he ran away. Ah, Heidi grumbled, rinsing her face. After that, she brushed her teeth and put on kitten pajamas. As she crawled into bed, she noticed her book of spells was out and open. Henry, heckleback, she shouted. Get in here. Henry scuffled across the hall in his shark slippers. Have you been snooping in my room? Heidi asked. Henry smirked and shook his head. No way, I swear. Then he ran back to his room and closed the door. He was barely able to keep a straight face. Heidi sighed and hopped back to bed. Uh, Henry had been lying. She should tell her Aunt Trudy. Yeah, I know. Henry had been lying. Why would a spy tell the truth to the person they're spying on? She thought. But what if a spy had to tell the truth? All the time. Then, that's, that no-good Snoopy spy would never get away with lying or snooping again. Hmm, maybe a spell is a perfect solution for an, a perfect anti-spy solution. Chapter 5, Truth Be Told. Heidi could not sleep that night. She tossed and turned, listening for Henry's sneaky little footsteps. Finally, Heidi jumped out of bed and grabbed her book of spells. She studied the pages and found the perfect spy-busting truth spell. And she read over it. Liar, liar, snoops on fire. Have you ever had somebody snoop through your stuff? Or perhaps you're the kind of witch who's had someone spy on you and get away with it. If you're tired of all the spying and lying, then this is the spell for you. Ingredients. One magnifying glass, two stretchy rubber bands, one pocket mirror, one suspicious name written on a piece of paper and black marker. Combine the ingredients in a bowl and stir. Cover the mix with one hand and hold your Witches of Westwick medallion on the other. Chant the following spell. Snoopy, sneaky, (laughs) Snoopy, sneaky, slippery spies telling all their little lies. Beware to those who bend an ear. Speak the truth for all to hear. Perfect, Heidi thought, so she quickly gathered the ingredients. There was a magnifying glass from inside the cereal box, which she kept in her nightstand. Next, she fished out two rubber bands from her top desk drawer and grabbed a pink pocket mirror from her bathroom cabinet. Then she wrote Henry on a piece of notepaper with the blackest marker she could find. Heidi tossed the ingredients into a bowl and stirred. She placed one hand over the mix and held the medallion in the other. As she chanted the spell, the bowl shuddered and the magic took hold Let the truth be told, she thought. Ooh. What do you think is going to happen? Oh, I think he's going to be getting into some trouble.